Yeah, doing great, JT. Thanks for having me on. Let's jump right in. The level of your defense earlier today at practice, I want to talk about the depth, the quality of players, and the level of intensity that you're seeing from them. Well, we, we got better today. Uh, we, we've been waiting for a couple of our, our young players and newcomers to really turn it on and turn it on together, and they did that today. They had a great day, clearly the best that uh, they've looked throughout training camp. Coach, the level of intensity, too, from Gus Bradley. I want to talk since the last time we had you on about lining up these young defensive players right, coaching them up, having them become more ball hawks and getting to the ball faster. Are you seeing growth out of them? Yes, we are, and I think it all starts with Gus and his staff, but certainly there's a lot of new faces on all three levels of our defense, and uh, we had a very physical practice today, and uh, I think our defense was, was not happy with the way they practiced and played the last couple of days. They responded, so they showed some mental and physical toughness today. I was really excited about it, and we took the ball away. Coach, you and especially Mike Mayock have talked about your evaluating positions every day, every night when you look at film. What was the process of bringing Gerald McCoy in, signing him, and what have you seen so far? Well, we haven't had a pass rush uh, that's to our standards uh, of the Raiders. And our inside pass rush, particularly, we have struggled. And Gerald McCoy is, has been one of the best inside rushers in football. He's coming off a serious injury. We're taking our time with him. But we think with the addition of Solomon Thomas, Quentin Jefferson, Darius Phylon, now Gerald McCoy, and moving Cleve Farrell inside, we think we've got four or five guys that can get after the passer. And we know Yannick and Max and Malcolm Kuntz are going to bring it off the edge. And Ryan Nassib has been sharp. So it's competitive. We felt like the inside pass rush was not good enough, and we've done everything we can to address it. John Gruden joins us. I agree. You've got to get more out of this interior pass rush and now maybe one-on-one coverage for Yannick and Max and Clee if he has a pop in year and plays well. This gives the opposing quarterback less time to set up and look downfield and look to try to expose some young players there. So this is a work in progress, but you're, you appreciate now what you're seeing here with the depth on this defensive line. Yes, and Rod Marinelli's a great Uh, position coach for the defensive line. I think competition and depth go hand in hand. Anytime you have depth, you have competition. And these guys are playing to be active. They're playing to become starters. And I think they have a lot of pride, and they know they're the key to our our success this year. Littleton and Arnett, tell me a little bit about both of them and what you needed to see in the offseason from them and what you've seen so far at camp. Well, Damon Arnett is, is as talented as any corner we have on this team. Obviously, he had the thumb injury. He had coronavirus. Uh, he had the concussion problems. He missed the offseason. I'm not making excuses, but it's time for the talent to show up on game day. And I think he's starting to string some consistency together in the meeting room on the practice field. He hasn't missed a day. He's been durable. He's 12 pounds heavier. He looks the part. He's playing confident. And I think this scheme really helps Corey Littleton. He can use his speed. Uh, he's very good in coverage. He's got great range. And he and Nick Morrow have done a nice job in the middle of our defense. We think we're better at all three levels. And offensively, we've been getting after him every day, showing him just about everything we can think of. So it's been a lot of fun. John Gruden's our guest. The interior of the offensive line. Richie is back. We know what Colton Miller can do at left tackle. For the other three position players ahead of the Seahawks game, the Rams practices. Do you like what you see, their freshness, their ability to react and recover after practices? Because these first couple of games, Ravens and Pittsburgh, we know what their fronts can do on defense. 
Yeah, not just the fronts, it's the volume of blitzes. They're going to come from everywhere. So you have to get these guys some experience in terms of what they're going to see. The great thing is Leatherwood has been a quick study. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He's a work in progress, but he's tough, very athletic. He's got long arms. Andre James has done a nice job in the pivot. Like you said, incognito, Denzel Good. We still have some veterans at the guard position. But we've been pleased with John Simpson and uh, – Lester Cotton has been a surprise mm-hmm. so far. We're anxious to see our young players against Seattle and how they handle themselves, obviously, against the Rams. John Gruden joins us. Coach, you appreciate this, especially this practice coming up when we get there with the Rams, the level of intensity to go up against players. And as you said in a recent press conference, your players to show up and let the Rams know and let the Seahawks know Saturday that they're ready to go and compete. This is go time for you and this squad. The squad is ready to go in your impression ahead of schedule. Well, we like what we have. Mm-hmm. and We're not going to play everybody against Seattle. Our, our guys won't play. Some of them won't play at all in the preseason games. We want to keep the right 53 men. There are young players on this team we need to see. You're going to see the rookie class. You're going to see some of our second-year players. You're going to see some of our newcomers. And we have to make sure that we keep the right 53 guys. But I expect everybody to be ready to go. We're going to find out who can run and who can hit, who can play under the lights. We can't wait to get rolling. Your fourth year with Derek Carr now. Derek's fourth with you. The evolution for you as a play caller and what you've asked Derek to do in the offseason to be ready for this season with all the weapons that you have. How's that coming along? Derek's been great. He's completed over 90% of his passes in this training camp. He's really been on it. He's moving around well. He's making really good decisions, and I think he's rallied our young team. He's been very, very much the leader that you would expect him to be. And we put some plays in now that are a little bit different. Um, I can't wait to show them here when the season starts. Uh, we've been doing it without Darren Waller all summer, so we've had to lean on Edwards and Ruggs and some of the young guys. Foster Moreau has looked great. Mm-hmm. But Derek Carr has been pinpoint. He's been on it, and he's been a really good day-to-day leader for us. We're excited about our quarterback. Hey, Coach, as we wrap this up with Ruggs and Edwards, it's really a good place for you to be in as a play caller, too. you got great offensive coaches. It's, there's only one football to go around, and these guys got to be ready. If they want more footballs coming their way, these young guys got to step up in game-like atmospheres, go up and make big plays, and stay available. These are physical players. I love the way Ruggs looks from year one to year two. Exactly right, and we expect those guys to make a big jump. Willie Sneed has come in here. John Brown is here. Zay Jones is competing. We've got a really good class of young receivers, and they've got to compete to not only get the ball but stay on the field. Uh, Waller and Foster Moreau, they want their touches. Kenyon Drake and Jacobs want their share of the ball. But uh, we can't worry about statistics. We've got to get it done up front. We've got to continue to get better and get some confidence as the days go by. But you're going to like this team, I think. We're fast. I think we can run it. I think we're going to be able to throw it. Uh, as long as the coach doesn't screw it up, we might be pretty good. <laughs> hey, I knew you were back in Vegas at Allegiant Stadium and busy, but how great was it to see Tom Flores come out there, his enshrinement for the Pro Football Hall of Fame as a coach, and knowing your friendship and the history of Tom Flores, how did that make you feel? Uh, touching, really touching, because he, I don't think he ever got the credit for the kind of coach he was or the player he was and the kind of man he is. But when you think of Tom Flores, don't forget the word hard work and loyalty. That's what made Tom Flores, uh, to me, very, very special as a friend and as a leader of men. 
Uh, really happy and excited for him and Charles Woodson and Raider Nation. A last one, Peyton Manning, who you know went very well, but your old player too, John Lynch, getting in. There were a lot of good speeches with a lot of connections to you. How'd that make you feel? Yeah, so it's just great to have been a small part of that. And, you know, you just uh, it motivates you to get up the next day and go to work and help some of these young players, you know, hopefully get the same results someday. But uh, you had a chance to see some of the great Hall of Fame inductees that you're ever going to see and just really, really happy for the guys you mentioned. See you Saturday, Coach. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks, JT. Have a good one.